Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Through 25 seasons... 4,561 episodes. I believe the Oprah Winfrey Show was one of the greatest classrooms in the world. I really never thought of it that way. The aha moments, the breakthroughs, the LOLs, the connections, the occasional ugly cry. I miss him so terribly. I miss him every single minute. The moments that mattered. The eye-opening life lessons. Never allow them to take you somewhere else. I'm bringing them back. It's time to open the vault. I've personally chosen these classic episodes to share with you again. Every single person you ever will meet shares that common desire. They want to know, do you see me? Do you hear me? Does what I say mean anything to you? You are listening to The Oprah Winfrey Show, the podcast. Today, we have two more families who are willing to let us strip down their homes and their lives to the bone. Before we meet our families, we challenged our studio audience here and our staff to go through their closets and find just 10 things they can live without. And this is what we accumulated, a lot of stuff. I even gathered some things from my own closet. Here's the great thing. All that, that whole rack there is from my closet. I'm gonna go through it again. Maybe there's a couple things I should have <laughs> Where you go, well, I, okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I didn't wear that, but I might wear it again. <laughs> okay, all this stuff is going to help people who need it, is what we decided. And you'll find out where it is all going by the end of the show. But now, let's meet our families. They both claim that they want to get back to what really matters. So here is where their experiment begins. Pam and her husband, Ron, live with their two children in Chicago. Pam says they rarely spend time bonding with each other anymore because they're all too busy bonding instead with their electronics. Michelle and her husband, Bill, live in Wisconsin with their three children. Michelle says her family is overscheduled and overwhelmed, and she feels the constant running in different directions is pulling them apart. Both moms told us they're ready to slow down, to scale back and disconnect from all the technology. So to help them get back to the basics, we put these families to the What Can You Live Without Challenge? And it began with this. Hi, everybody. I'm Oprah with a message for the entire family. For the next seven days, it's all about simplifying as a family. You're going to have to cut out all technology. Yes, you are hearing me correctly. That means no televisions, not even the Oprah Winfrey Show. No video games, no cell phones, and no computers. 
So my team is going to be confiscating everything today. Don't try to hide something in the closet. <laughs> okay. In addition, you will have no eating out. Everybody must eat dinner at home as a family and brown bag it for lunch. Yes, I said brown yes. bag it. No expending, no spending, except for one trip. Did you hear me? One trip to the grocery store where you will be on a budget. Also, choose one activity that you all do together that gives back to others. So, mom and dad, this assignment is only for you, this part. You have to plan one date night so that you can connect as a couple. <laughs> this week, it's all about disconnecting from all the stuff and all the technology and reconnecting as a family. So everybody will be spending time together in the same place. Mom and dad, no working late either. No working late, Everything no going to class. This is gonna be fun. You're gonna have a great time. You're gonna reconnect as a family. You're gonna find out what each other's real interests are, what everybody's been thinking, what everybody's been feeling. You're gonna feel a lot of love and anxiety and frustration. Good luck, everybody. I'll talk to you next week. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Okay, so you think you could do it in your family? Most people say no. Okay, our cameras have been following both families throughout this experiment, and the rules have proven to be difficult. Uh, our first family, uh, the Haney's, love their high-tech gadgets, but at what cost? And this is the question to ask yourself. I know you're not gonna probably give up everything for a week, but let's just start thinking about it. Let this begin the conversation. Normally, when I pick the kids up, we don't talk. We might say hello, but most of the time, they just get in and start texting. I text when I'm on the phone talking to people. I text all the time. It doesn't matter whether they're on the road or in the house, the Haney's are plugged into technology, but disconnected from each other. So as you can see, everyone's home, but everyone is in their respective room. My husband is over here with his TV. Now we're going into my son's room and he's on the Xbox. And this is what he does all evening. He goes from the Xbox to the computer and then he's texting and talking to his friends on his cell phone. Hello. We don't have time to bond with each other. We could make time, but we would prefer to bond with our electronics. Here's Christina's room. 
And this is what she does, hang out in her room, and she has her laptop, she has her cell phone, she has her camera. Sometimes I come in here and I say, Christina, how was your day? Oh, you know, it's okay, and she's texting at the same time. I don't talk it out to my parents. We basically just text each other if we have something to say. Food's here. When my husband brings the food home, everybody just runs in here, grab their food, and then they go back to their room. The last time that we all sat down to dinner, um, I couldn't tell you. I don't know. So my typical night is to uh, sit here in this chair and to jump on my laptop and talk to my friends, pretty much more texting than talking. And then I text my friend, I get back on my laptop. They even use their laptops and cell phones to communicate with each other inside the house. Right now, I want a glass of water, so I might text Christina and tell her to bring me a glass of water or to uh, go put the clothes in the dryer or different things like that so I won't have to get off the computer. When she was first born, Christina was my baby. And, you know, as she getting older, it seemed like we just drawing apart. She hardly ever talks, just text, text, text. Sometimes it bothers me because, you know, a father and son should be able to sit down and talk without TV or computer. I feel like he should come to me, you know, can talk to me about anything. The TV, the, you know, the computer, the, the cell phones, you know, it's just tearing us apart. So when Pam and her family saw my video message spelling out the rules. Here's what happened. We're taking the phones right oh. now. No. The Are you serious? Kissing you my baby. My team confiscated each and every piece of technology in the house and put them in our Harpo van. No, we've never been without our phones. Never been without <laughs> No. No. Stop. It's gonna be okay. You're gonna get it back. Oprah's gonna keep it, it for a week. Come on, help me carry it. Are you taking this one too? Yeah, we are. Are you taking my games too? We're taking it all. You're gonna Come get it Come on. Back. Get it right here. You'll be okay. You go. It's just the TV. There you go. It'll be okay, Ronald. <laughs> I'm sorry. Christina! You have my child laid out on the floor in here. Really, now that I think about it, I don't know if we're going to be able to do this. Why are you, uh, you mad? Yeah, I'm mad. Now, look, where am I going to do it? Do read a book? I feel like we have nothing Alone. to do. <laughs> Alone. We have nothing to do for the rest of the evening or tomorrow or the next day. And finally, time to say goodbye to all the stuff. I'm going to miss them. I'm going to miss these things. Bye, electronics. I can't live without my cell phone. For seven days. <laughs> what am I going to do? For seven days. It's going to be tough, but I think we can pull through it. So we just met the Haney family, who admit that they are addicted to technology. And here's what happened when they attempted to give it up for seven days. 
Well, after you guys left with all our stuff, we just kind of sat in the front room looking at each other for a minute, and then um, everybody went to sleep early because it wasn't anything to do. It's the afternoon, still trying to hang in there without my phone, my computers, my TV, my games. Struggling without their technology, the family heads to the grocery store with a list and a budget of $125. Remember, they must not eat out or order in for the entire week, and the adjustment is proving to be difficult. The phone, the computer, the Xbox, that, that calms us down. I need my damn phone. I need my TV. <laughs> Man. I think we could go a while without it. How? Are you having a breakdown? I mean, Almost. you just have to think positive. We're together. Look. We have to start eating this kind of stuff. We're not going to eat out. Mom allergic to the stuff. Mom allergic to vegetables. Stop pressuring me. hurt you. Help us. Wrong. Help us, Lord. Help us. Well, my family's trying to come together, and we're doing okay, but my sister is not. It's only day two, and Christina's frustration is affecting the entire family. I want my phone back so I can get away from them. Family is not always the best thing to be around 24-7. God, I can go on and on. I'm really about to go crazy. Ron attempts to get Christina's mind off her cell phone with a father-daughter driving lesson. Go to a complete stop. Oh, I had a real nice time. I'm sorry. It was, it was, real, it was a real good experience. We should do this more often. When RJ has a mandatory baseball practice, the family sticks to the rules of spending time together, and everyone attends. We've never been to any of his baseball practices or his football practice, but we're here to support him. And he likes that, so we're going to try to do better. I'm pacing the floor. I want to watch TV. I want to talk to my friends on the phone while I watch Just for Housewives. We're trying to be a family again. And we're going to keep trying and trying until we get it right. Well, there was a moment when we were eating dinner that Christina just just really just opened up and let us know what's going on, what's going on at school. So that was an aha moment. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you, if you could? Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Cause we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Cause Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. 
Pamela, Ronald, RJ, and Christina are joining us from their living room. Hi, guys. Hi. So, Pam, who had the hardest time? Well, I thought Christina did because uh, she's so used to texting. But I think we all had a little adjustment to make in the beginning, and I kind of had a hard time. So there is a twist to uh, this experiment with the Haney's. We would like to propose that you extend the challenge for another seven days. You're, you're silent. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I want my stuff back. <laughs> OK, OK. All right, well, why don't you guys discuss over dinner? And there is not pressure. This is only for you. One hour later, the challenge was back on. The vote was three to one, and guess who won it out? I was outnumbered, so then I had to just kind of go along. Ron surprised me because he wanted to uh, extend the challenge for seven more days. And when I first told him, he was the one that was like, oh no, I can't go without my TV. I can't go without my TV. Week two begins with a family activity, cooking lessons. The first week was just like a, a learning process. We didn't know how it was going to go. This week, we'll really, really, you know, get to connect because I think the hard part is over. Good job. I'm so proud of you, Chris. Thank you. Very nice. Thank you. You're doing a good job, man. We're at the park now, um, just running around with the dog and enjoying the nice weather together. No cell phone, no iPod, no laptop. So it's great, great family time. I feel that we are a stronger family. As a mom, I feel like I know my kids better than I did before. And as they put down their technology, they allowed me to come into their world, see what was going on with them. But I've learned that, you know, we don't have to have all of this stuff. If you have family, like the family I have, nothing else really matters. Well then, RJ started a gratitude journal during this experiment, and here's a little what he wrote that he's grateful for. You wrote, I'm grateful for my loving and caring mom. I'm grateful for my fun and role model dad, Ron. I'm grateful for my kind and playful sister, Christina. Last but not least, I'm grateful for my active and energetic dog, Coco. Very nice. So what was this experience like for you, RJ? It was good because I got to spend time with my family, and we got to walk Coco, and we got to play in the backyard and have a barbecue. Oh, you had a barbecue, you walked Coco. So what's happened now since you've gotten the technology back, guys? Well, nobody's really using it as much as we were before. Uh, we cut the TV on one day, and we watched for about maybe an hour. And then we were like, well, what do we do next? What do you want to do? So we're doing other things besides texting and watching TV and, and surfing the Internet. When you looked at that tape of yourselves and you see, you really, you guys were pretty far to the extreme. I mean, I, that moment where uh, Ron comes home with dinner and everybody takes their plate and goes back to their separate room, that's... You know, that is a disconnect. So are you all <laughs> eating together now? Are you all eating together? Yes. Yes, we are. And I hear you and Ron hadn't been on a date night, what, in 15 years? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Was that fun? Oh, yes. Yes, it was. 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 Y
Yes, it was. Well, fantastic. It Thank was nice to get back and enjoy each other's company without the kids. Without the kids. Date night. Well, thanks, Ron, Pam, RJ, and Christina. Keep it up. What would you be willing to live without? When Michelle Ladwig, a busy working mother of three, recently asked herself that question, the answer was fewer scheduled activities, less stuff, and less stress. For Michelle and Bill Ladwig in Wisconsin, there's rarely a moment to relax. Their demanding jobs and three active children have them spinning out of control. It's so chaotic. You know, I just feel like I'm flying by the seat of my pants a lot. Michelle works long hours at a local radio station. I'm doing this, you know, taking on this full-time job about two years ago because I wanted to provide more for the kids and all the activities that we were doing and just being able to afford college and, and all of that. Growing up, I remember how I felt when I didn't have all the stuff that everybody else had. And so part of me just wants to do whatever I can to, to provide all of those things. And yet, I feel like the, the price is pretty high because I'm missing so many things. After school, everyone heads in different directions while Bill carpools, shops for groceries, and makes the dinner. The rest of the family tries to eat together while mom is often working late. If my mom was here, at supper with us and make us more of a family and we could talk and laugh together. And it would be really nice just to see her. It seems kind of empty when my mom's not eating with us. And I'm used to her not being here. On nights when Michelle comes home earlier, her family is already gone and off to their next activity. Everybody else has eaten and uh... I kind of feel like I missed out on that. So I'm going to throw together a salad and eat by myself. Even when they're all in the same place, they're still doing their own thing. It's really frustrating because everybody's off in different directions. We've got five TVs, we've got four iPods, we've got four cell phones. And sometimes we're watching the same show in different rooms. I feel the pressure to upgrade. We get the PlayStation, they wanted the PlayStation 2. Then, of course, they wanted the PlayStation 3, and they should maybe be happy with what we, we already have. But more importantly, I want them to be happy with themselves. So, does this sound familiar to you, Gil? Yeah, okay, yeah. You were shaking your head. Why were you shaking your head? Lady in red, right there. It's just too sad that they're in the same house and that they're not spending enough time together. Yeah. As a family, I think that's really important. Just quality time, what did you do today at school? Can I help you with your homework? Just talking and getting to yeah. know each other. Isn't it interesting? I, I know that this family represents what's going on at your own house. Everybody's watching, as she just said, many times they're watching the same show. They're just watching the same show in different rooms. So Michelle, Bill, and their children, Dylan, BJ, and Lauren, join us from their living room in Wisconsin. Hi, everybody. Hi, Hi, I saw your reaction at the top of our show while you were watching me deliver the rules. So I'm thinking that these past seven days and nights haven't been so easy, have they? <laughs> no, they have not been easy at all, Oprah. <laughs> well, let's watch what happens at the first family dinner on day one of the challenge. I think our family's changed. We've kind of 
sadly grown a little bit apart because people work late. I go a lot of places, so does Lauren. Dylan likes to go fishing and stuff. And sometimes we're not all here and we don't even know where we are in the house sometimes. So maybe if we were a little closer, that would be good. Back in the day, we used to do everything together. <laughs> when but, I was young. But now, I guess we don't really do much of anything together. Well, at dinner, when the boys were talking about how our family is different and it's grown apart, it actually really hurts. And I don't like knowing that they're feeling that way. So I could cry right now. <laughs> It just, it breaks my heart. It's 5.30. I would normally, you know, stick a movie in while I'm doing whatever it is I'm doing, or I jump on the computer, or I would put my music on and my iPod. I realized this morning that I do all of those things and keep everything going and my time filled because maybe I don't want to think about all those things that I need to work on for myself. Hmm, very interesting. So it's takeaway therapy, kind of, right? It is. I feel like uh, without all the technology, I really had to take a close personal look at myself, and that was tough, very tough. Yeah, and what did you find? That's the question. I found that I was using all of those things to fill in and help me. I thought it was helping me with my stress, but I found out clearly it wasn't. Oh. I, it was actually creating more stress because I wasn't dealing with all the things I should have been. Wow. Are you looking forward to getting your stuff back? <laughs> you know, we're giving a lot of our, our stuff away and I'm excited about that. We're coming back with less and it's a good feeling. What do you think, Dylan? Wow, I think when I get my stuff back, I'm going to have to check my messages and whatnot. <laughs> but I don't think I'll text my friends or call them on the phone as much. I think I'll spend more time with the family, less mm -hmm. watching TV or playing video games. Mm -hmm. BJ? Um, I think it'll be good. Um, it'll be hard, though, for me to when I get my iPod back not to put it right in and sit down and have a listening hour. <laughs> have a listening hour. So, Lauren, what's this been like for you? It's been hard in the beginning, but it, we kind of got used to it after a while. Uh -huh. And it's exciting to see it, my family's reaction with no electronics. Family's reaction with no electronics, good. Hey, it's BJ. Um, yeah, super disappointed because my mom totally cheated. It is officially 5.58. Her arrival time is supposed to be 5.15. She claims she understands that, but I'm not quite sure she does. Well, now, Michelle <laughs> was supposed to be home by 5.15 every night for a week to have dinner with her family. That was 13-year-old BJ uh, Buston's mom. What do you have to say? What happened, <laughs> Michelle? I have a job where you ha before you go, you have to have your work done or the next day doesn't happen like it should. So unfortunately, it was out of my hands, which is hard to explain to the kids. Did you so, call ahead? Did you call ahead to tell them you were going to be late? I no. think I talked to one of them at some point. No, I didn't. No. I think I did. Everybody's shaking their head. No. I totally thought I did. 
I totally thought I did. Yeah, so you did not. I, okay, <laughs> I guess I didn't. So have you made an effort now, or you, will you continue to make an effort to come home to be a part of family dinner? Oh, definitely. Uh, we actually sat down as a family, made our grocery list, made the menu for the week, and also discussed that we were going to maybe have snacks after school so that they can wait a little, little bit longer so I can come home and, and we can all cook together and hang out and eat together. And I'm really going to make a concerted effort to be out of work earlier than what I've been. And if not, you're gonna call. I am, I totally thought I called Oprah. <laughs> but no, it's just so interesting. I'm only bringing up, not to bust you, but you know how we take our families for granted how if there was anybody else that you had an appointment with. I would have called. And you're gonna be 45 minutes late. You would have called yeah. them, but you know, yet you're okay. You're busted, that's all. <laughs> Another issue Michelle struggles with is the pressure to give her kids everything they want. But she worries that all the stuff in their lives is actually doing more harm than good. So I added one more task to the Ladwigs Challenge Week. Here you go. So one more thing. Every family has to give away at least 10 things, yes, 10 things every day that you can live without. Everyone seemed to be super excited to give away everybody else's stuff, but not their own. And then I guess it's really frustrating because I feel like they're not getting it. Because I hear talk of, oh, we'll get rid of this TV and we'll get an, a better TV. And the whole point of this, for me, is not to get rid of all these things to get more. I want to simplify things. I want the kids to learn that it's not about getting more things to fill the space. It's to be happy with whatever's inside. And one place where they can pare down for sure is right in their kitchen cupboards. What they don't need can go to the local food bank. This is very eye-opening. I just. Think about kids not having food in their cupboards and knowing how I want to provide for my kids. I can't imagine wondering how you're going to feed your kids. My legs are shaking. It just really bothers me. We have so much, so I'm hoping that it's eye-opening to you guys because you always say we don't have any food in the cupboard. and. We have so that was pretty eye-opening, right? For the whole family yeah. being there. Yeah. First of all, I didn't even realize we had a food pantry. We, it's within walking distance. And so that definitely is something that I'm going to take into consideration when I'm at the grocery store, that I can put extra things in the cart and actually walk it right to the food pantry. Just to know that there are families out there that wonder how they're going to eat bothers me because if they feel anything like I feel about my family and my kids, I know that it weighs heavy on you. Bill, what was the most eye-opening part of this experience for you? Well, I think one of the things that surprised me quite a bit is in the evenings how after the kids were home from their obligations and supper was over, how quiet and peaceful it was in the house and it actually felt like, hey, this is the time of day where we wind down and you know, get ready for bed, as opposed to uh, hearing all the things going on in the background. Wow. Well, good luck to your family when your stuff comes back. 
Everybody. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Thank Dylan, BJ. Thanks, Lauren. So we met Candace on our first What Can You Live Without show. She was caught in a vicious cycle of spending. During her week-long challenge, Candace boxed up the excess stuff from her overflowing closet. Many of you told us that her story really hit home for you. Remember this? These are my Jimmy Choo shoes, and I have never worn them. This could be going towards my children's college education. I refinanced this house to pay off this car so I could run out and purchase this truck. Candace soon realized all the stuff she'd been buying was covering up her real pain. When we moved to Antioch 11 years ago, my husband took the kids fishing and he never came home. Candace's husband died while saving their son from drowning. When he passed away in 97, I just knew that all of this was on me. I just thought giving them all this material stuff would help them cope, help me cope, because I felt like I was doing stuff for the kids. I'm so attached to this stuff. Um, my husband was taken away from me, but nobody can take away my stuff. And now I feel a little nauseous because <laughs> I didn't know it would be this hard for me to let go of the stuff. And when people see this stuff, they think I'm okay. And it makes me feel like I'm okay. After an eye-opening week of living with less, Candace discovered what she really needed. Have you noticed a shift in your thinking since this happened? I know that I don't need this stuff. I know my children don't need this stuff. All I ever needed was them, and all they ever needed was me. Yeah, that's the big lesson. What your kids want is more of you and not more stuff. So I hear that this experiment and experience really shifted you. You, you changed paradigms for the way you think. This experience has been so enlightening. Before, I spent a lot of time dwelling on the past, mm -hmm. uh, worrying about the future, mm -hmm. instead of really appreciating the now. Mm -hmm. And right now, I mean, we live such a blessed life. Mm -hmm. And we were so caught up with all this stuff that we weren't able to see, you know, all the blessings that we have. And mm -hmm. now that's where all of our focus is. So what happened after the show? What kind of response did you get after that show? So many people, even strangers in the supermarket said, I saw myself in you. So how has this changed the way you spend or don't spend? Well, I am very proud to say I have not used a credit card since the challenge. Wow. <laughs> How long has that been? How long is that? Three months. Three months. Three months. Three months. Um, I make a list before I go to the store. I'm not throwing away 20 pounds of food anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's no waste. Yeah, look at how much you throw away. That was the moment when you threw the sour cream into the, into the trash. And when you, and everybody, when you're thinking there's nothing you can give up, look in your refrigerator right now at all the stuff that's spoiled that you bought. And, and look at it not in terms of, you know, sour cream or lettuce or whatever. Look at it as, as money. You're throwing, you know, $3.50 in the trash. You're throwing $7 in the trash. You're throwing... That was an eye-opening moment for me. After years of shopping nearly every day, Candace had filled her closets and raked up huge credit card debt. She was ready to say goodbye to the stuff, but needed some help. Enter eBay. Hi, Candace. Yes. 
Griffin, nice to meet you. Hi. I'm from eBay. Remember all those clothes and shoes Candace boxed up three months ago? She was finally ready to let them go. Wow. Candace is a big closet. <laughs> but this closet is like half empty now, so you packed up a lot of stuff already. These are the boxes that we're going to move out? Yes, these are just some of the boxes. There are a lot more boxes There's boxes out here, out here too, as well. So you did a lot of packing. And I'm going to go get my crew. We'll come on up, and we'll bring all the boxes downstairs and load them out, and they'll be out of your life. Sounds good. While Griff and the eBay crew load up all those boxes, Candace realizes how much she is gaining. To stand in here and look at what I've done, I'm really feeling good about Like It's like layers coming off. And it's so much lighter. Now, for the first time, people can see the real me without the mask without the disguise, just Candace, And it feels so good. So uh, Candace hasn't heard this yet. Because the auction just ended late last night, with eBay's help, Candace was able to make more than $2,000. So, wow. yes. Thank you. $2,000. And what are you going to do with that money? Um, wow. <laughs> $2,000. Definitely want to put some of it towards my credit card debt, but I'd also like to donate a portion of it to charity. Yeah. That's great. That's great. And so eBay has one more total they wanted me to tell you about. After uh, meeting you and hearing your story, the folks at eBay decided to donate $10,000 to a college fund for oh your son. God. Yes. Oh, my God. Let the blessings flow. Let the blessings flow. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you. So we hope you're now inspired to go into your own closets, garages, cupboards, start to ask yourself, what can I live without? Everybody in this audience, as I said to you earlier, brought 10 things from their closets that they can live without. My staff and I got in on it, too. Now more than ever, you know, we all need to think about those who have been hardest hit by our economy, and the extra stuff in our lives might be something that somebody else really needs. So we found a really terrific organization in Menasha, Wisconsin, called Community Clothes Closet. They give gently used clothing. That means not, not stuff you wouldn't wear and wouldn't put on and all musty, dirty smelling stuff, but gently used for free to struggling families. The town has been having a rough time since two paper mills shut down, so they could use a boost. Joining us are some of the volunteers. Diane, Kendra, John, Lorraine, Vicki. Hi, guys. Hi, So all the clothing in this big giant bin behind me is coming your way. From, from, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. From our closets, the audience closets, my closet, uh, our staff's closets to yours. So we hope it helps. So what happens when all these clothes come there? You all sort them and what? Yes, we sort through the clothing and then we distribute it out to our clients. And we have about 11,000 clients. Wow. And they just come in and pick what they want for free? They do. It's for free. Everyone's on a quota system. They can shop twice a month for up to a year. Can you imagine the amount of money they save if they don't have to purchase clothes for their family? Wow. And there's yeah. lots of good stuff in here. I see stuff with the price tag still on it here. Oh, a lot, awesome. of, good, lot of good shoes. So keep up the good work. Thank you so much there in Menasha, Wisconsin. Thank you. Bye, everybody. I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to The Oprah Winfrey Show, the podcast. 
If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Oprah show, The Podcast. And I thank you for listening. Is there such a thing as a traveler? Not a Delta. Because we know on one flight, Mike in 8C prefers reality TV to reality. So we provide more than 1,000 hours of in-flight entertainment. While on the flight after, 8C is occupied by Jen, whose favorite snack is tea. That's why we provide fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members. Because at Delta, we know. Refill? Everyone flies their own way. Delta. Keep climbing. Free Wi-Fi available on most domestic flights. Terms of use apply.